Yes. More spiritual bong hits. More woe moments. I love it. I love Hot Rod. He really brings it some unique takes. And we're going to mix in some Bentleys. A Bentley story. Yeah, the car. Believe it or not. Yeah. You'll, you'll figure it out. Sounds a bit odd. But again, I love woe moments. Here you go. And you gave it back to me. Hot Rod. Back. Hey. Back. Number three, buddy. Despite <laughs> your busy three. schedule, man. You're here. I appreciate oh, thank you. Thank you for having me back. Oh, my gosh. You're kidding. You're kidding me. I love it. You're bringing a fresh take and a fresh angle of all this. We're getting some listeners that, that, that think, and they're, they're coming back. You're clearly inspiring them. By the way, whoever checked in from South Korea, hello. I have no idea who you are. It just gives us wow. it, it gives us country. It doesn't give us a specific location. But um, thank you for checking in. Germany has been showing up in and across the United States. So Rod, this is resonating, Rod. So I appreciate you. And you know what? I'll say this. We are sharing highs from experiences that cannot be beat by anything made on earth. I mean, that's one way to to share it. As people might get thrown by that title Mm. a little little bit. But we're chasing and experiencing woe moments. And then, of course, we're encouraging you, the listener, to do the same. And by the way, if you have a woe moment, will you let us know and share it? Um, either verbally or maybe by text, or you can maybe even join us someday. But simply hit us up at the contact us page at frydudes.com. Okay. So, Rod, let's go back. You know, I was listening to you got, I know you got a few of the things you're going to tease with towards the end or maybe the beginning, middle. We'll see where this goes. But this whole party started with you asking, does God have a sense of humor? And did Jesus tell jokes? And I alluded to it, but I realized I never did share the full details on that. So you and I went back and forth, and I do have a few examples of that. By the way, I was, I was delving in. By the way, I was also the only one that bit on this, that whole group. <laughs> it's just me and you. I don't know how many people really care about the subject, but it does inspire something like this. We all love to laugh, right? It's mm-hmm. why some of us do our shortcut highs to try to laugh more, right? Or, or right. watch a comedy movie or, or something, whatever. But you would ask that. And so I start finding, trying to find proof, right? I'm actually sharing scripture on the examples where I think Jesus is saying something that I think people could have laughed at. And then uh, within 24 hours, as I'm trying to defend this, like saying, hey, God gave us laughter. And then, yeah, God has a sense of humor. It's a gift. And then uh, as I'm driving to church, less than 24 hours of you posing your question, I'm in La Quinta, California, by the way. To be clear, Rod is in Minnesota. But I have, as I'm driving to church, there's a Bentley in front of me. And Bentley, by the way, is a pretty unique car. I mean, well, not so unique here. There's a lot of wealth here. Um, But a lot of people have second, third, fourth homes. It's a baller's car, right? It's a baller's car. (laughs) So, by the way, just having that car alone was pretty funny. But you're saying, well, it's not that funny. Well, no, here's where it gets funny. I call Rod Hot Rod. And that license plate is a personalized plate that said R Hot Rod on the penalty. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, okay, God, I, hey, I love these little moments. Some of these, that's purely coincidence. I'm like, really? Hot Rod, Rod Hot Rod, asked me a question. If God has a sense of humor... In less than 24 hours of me trying to defend that and saying, yeah, I do believe there is. I took a picture of it, by the way, and I'll tease this. I 
I'll put it up on the blog so you can see it's a little blurry, but you can see this is real. Like I took it through my windshield. I was so blown away by this. I was like, this is amazing. So anyway, there's the rest of that story. And so Rod, I don't, listen, I, do we want to go into that question a little bit more? Uh, or there's yeah. other things you want to share, other observations. You had some pretty cool things about that you asked for recently that a pretty wild man that you got an answer on. So <laughs> which way do you want to go well, with this brother? Well, I can I can talk a little more, a bit more about the question and kind of where it comes from, you know. I, and I know, especially in in groups, church groups or Christian fellowship groups, um, we can get so serious, yeah, and we right. can get so I don't want to use the term legalistic, but black and white. Yeah, is it is it in the word? Is I feel it like that, we have to be get, right. We get dredged in, right? Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, we forget that. Um, <laughs> Life, life is you know God's not not just a a creator and, and a man of, of order, right? God is He is an artist. Yes, you know it's like asking God. The Bentley thing reminds me of someone saying, "God, show me your beauty," and then they wake up abnormally early one morning, look out the window and see the sunrise, yeah. and think, "Why did I wake up?" Yeah. And it's just if you ask a question, <laughs> be aware of your surroundings. Yes. It's probably going to pop up. Yes, but. It's funny how it happens sometimes. Sometimes it's for your kids or, or whatever. But I, I just sat there and and we so many times we try to lead our lives in a biblical guide, right? Yeah. We're supposed to mirror Jesus and reflect God to people around us. Um, not not just our words, but more importantly, our actions and the way we present ourselves in life. And I thought, well, <laughs> did Jesus ever tell a joke? Because I got lots of jokes, you know, and I thought it was a, it was a half-hearted question that went through my head, but then I, for some reason, my brain went went deeper into it. Like, well, if he is it in the Bible, I wonder. I wonder if he, Jesus ever told a joke in the Bible. And then the childhood wonder in me kicks loose, and I know how many people we have in our in our dudes group that are real hardcore Bible scholars. Yeah. And I thought one of them's got to have an answer for me. If if they if it's in there, someone's going to be like, ah, it's right here. Here's a joke he told. You know, <laughs> I mean, we have plenty of examples of just odd, quirky Bible passages, like the one where uh, the old man, the old bald man, was walking along, and the group of you know jerk off little kids were <laughs> picking on him for being bald, and he's like, yeah, may a bear maul you, right? And the uh, female bear comes out and mauls the kids for breaking up. Wait, this is a joke or this is a real story? It's a story in the Bible, you know. Oh, I don't know that one. Where is that one? Where is that? Oh, it's it's in there. You'll find it. I I when I leave That sounds like an Old Testament story then. Is that an Old Testament story? I challenge my my high school kids just to get them to dig into the Bible and teach them it's not bland. To find the most obscure Bible passage they can find. One that comes up a lot is too much honey isn't good for your tummy. It's Mm. in the Bible. If you like to uh if you like to get into some funky different translations and whatever animals they could mean, because the, the name of an animal can change over time. Um, you think unicorns are fabled? Read the King James Version of the Bible. It has oh, unicorns in, in it. I have run across that before. Fun it's... things like that just blow me away. <laughs> and it's so much, it, it, it kind of rekindles that childlike wonder when you you feel like you're getting drudged into the into the wordiness and the legalism of the Bible. So I thought, did Jesus ever tell a joke? 
And now I'm like, well, he was man, so I'm sure he had a sense of humor. Well, <laughs> where is it? We have reports of him crying. We have reports of him getting angry. We have reports of him loving on people and his generosity. Right. And well, he was he was a contractor, so I'm sure he, he put in some hard days of work and felt pain in his muscles, but humor in his bones. Like, uh, God, show me where that is. Or do I have to just keep looking in my everyday life and keep asking him to show me Bentleys with my nickname yeah. on the plate? <laughs> right on. Well, okay. There's so much to go there, Rod. See what I mean? We, you and I can easily go hours, but we got bills to pay. We got things to do. <laughs> but um, okay, let's back up a little bit. Number one, it, it, if you're trying, if you're tempting a small group, by the way, I mean, we've laughed a ton, haven't we, over the years at mm. Fry Dudes and other groups. Our mission trips, whatever. I, I it just, it, you need to have some fun, man. You, 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 you it, it can't be all serious. And you, I, I need to go, by the way, if I'm listening to someone like, a, like a Pastor Rick, Pastor Ricky, you have yours too, or I just, they make me laugh. They just, P. Billy from Hosanna, you know, right? He, he was one of the oh, most funny guys mm-hmm. I ever heard in my life. So, it's okay. I love humor and infusing humor and you need to have fun. You need to laugh and you can do it in a healthy way. But let me, here's the other place I'm getting pulled, Brad, and we'll see which direction you want to go. So I, here, here's where I attempted. I tried, I tried, but I said, Hey, put, I think this is funny. Puts a smile on my face. Wild exaggerations are used to make people laugh. They call that Hebrew humor. By the way, I also said Jewish people are some of the most funny people I've ever met. I mean, or heard, you know, comedians. Uh, mm-hmm. But there's a point where they, they call it uh, um, Hebrew Hebrew humor or exaggeration. When you use exaggeration to prove a point, and then people will chuck at it, right? That's funny. That's so true. It'll resonate. But this one, one came from Matt 7, and this, these are Jesus' words. You parents, if your children ask for a loaf of bread, do you give them a stone instead? Or if they ask for a fish, do you give them a snake? Of course not. So if you simple people know how to give good gifts to your children... How much more will your heavenly father give good gifts to those who ask him? So to me, that's, I could hear people chuckling. Oh, okay, okay, come on, Jesus. I, yeah, then I can give a snake or, well, of course I'm not going to give my kid a stone. Come on. But, <laughs> but Rod, you know where that ties in? It just hit the light bulb, just went off. You just said you, where you prayed and asked for something specific, right? It said, uh, much this is where you can get your wall moments in life, right? How much more will your heavenly Father give good gifts to those who ask Him? Is that the segue to your little prayer about the two bathroom remodels? I, I don't know. You, you told me. <laughs> you know, yeah, and it definitely can be. I mean, I think I don't know. Maybe it, I've always, when I went through school, I was a little bit of a class clown. I would ask some off the wall questions, but every question I asked, I, I was authentically curious. And that, that statement that Jesus made right there reminded me a little bit of that, where it's, it's kind of like so overblown. It's like, come on. Like, that's just a joke, isn't it? But it leaves you walking away and chewing on it until you realize what he was really saying with it. Yeah. And, yeah, and when you purpose, realize right? what he's saying, right. And he's, what he's saying is just, if you pray and put your faith in God, that trust how much is that trust, right? Like if you're a kid, you know, God's our father, you know, it has that relational value there where if you wouldn't, you would do, you would give your life for your own child, right? You'd starve to death to feed your own child. I don't know any parent in my life that wouldn't. 
Um, so then what would God do for you? Right. Um, which segues, I guess, uh, you know, we heard over the last two episodes, all the ways God, not you're down to zero and you're on your knees. Yeah. God is showing up this again. And I've been feeling a bit dry the last couple of weeks. Um, just a quick, you know, life cap. I'm, I'm running my own construction company, self-employed, do yeah. 90% of the work, 80% of the work myself. On top of that, you and I I'm know feast and famine, by the way, a small business, right? You know, feast and, <laughs> and famine. I'm trying to remodel my own house in my off time, which isn't much. Yeah. Um, trying to get it done before the winter's over and we're full, full remodel more or less. And then I, I, you know, be careful what you ask for. Cause you yeah. get it. I asked, I asked God because I have a passion for youth hockey and I love hockey. And my son started playing again yeah. and I got into coaching and I love coaching kids. So I asked to be his, his APW coach. Right. And I, I dove head on into it a couple of years ago, researching, trying to be the best coach I can be. Well, I got that job, you know? So, so now I'm overloaded. Now I'm stressed out. And Part of it is it, it takes a lot of time in the beginning away from your day job. Literally, I'm fielding emails and getting things planned for the whole year in a span of a yeah, couple of I'm weeks. I'm retired now, but I know that routine, brother. Someone listening right. here knows it's, it too. It's coaches. a rat race. And I have a team behind me now. I have two managers and a, a game director. And it's I'm still like just navigating the communication to the team so the parents are aware is a big, is a big piece. And it takes time away. So my... My work during the day has slowed down. Yeah. At the same time, you know, it's winter. Ten, business tends to slow down a little bit. I am getting bids because I'm a re, I'm contractor, mm-hmm. and I'm getting large basement remodel bids, and I'm getting little, hey, can you replace the drop ceiling in my house with like panels? And I'm getting, you know, I have a deck. Yeah. I just want to torn it off now, and in the spring we'll work on it again. But, you know, these little things, and all of them, I love them. Never yeah. kick a gift horse in the mouth. I go for them. However, the thing that really, the, the really, the thing I'm really, I believe I'm really talented at and it, and it's from a both time perspective and a money perspective are full bathroom remodels. I'm very efficient at them. I, I get such a joy out of finishing them. And so I thought this would be the perfect time for a couple bathroom remodels where I can put to get some of these larger jobs put together in that time frame, And I can fill in some of the gaps of ordering, which is a big thing now, getting material in, um, with these little jobs. It would just be a perfect time for it. And I I think I was wholehearted about my request, but I, 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 I think it was kind of off the cuff. I just kind of, you know, God, I could really use a couple bathroom remodels right now. And I, it wasn't like this serious on my knees. I think it just kind of flowed out in my everyday language, right? Kind of pray without ceasing, it says, I guess, in the Bible, right? So that was two days ago. Yesterday was my mother's birthday, and I don't go on Facebook, but I know she sees it. So hmm. I log into Facebook in the morning to wish her a happy birthday because I wake up way before she does. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm going through some of my notifications, and I realize on my company, my company's Perfect North, I notice on their on their site, I have a message from like a week or two ago. And it was somebody asking for a bathroom remodel. And I sat back in my chair and I thought, did I just pray yesterday for this? Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. How cool, right? So, you know, I leave them my my contact info to get a hold of me 
um, not on Facebook, and you know, for my phone number, schedule schedule a, an estimate. And then uh, last night, um, I get an email from a person saying, you know, I have a I have a couple of showers and I want a bathroom remodel. And I thought, yeah. are you serious? Two. Like it's not a light switch. Prayers. It's, you don't think of it as a light switch. I mean, there are times, trust me, there's times we haven't even spoken of where, you know, my wife and I and our third child thought about having, trying for a girl. Two days later, she's pregnant. We had a girl, wow. you know, but, but things that are just, gosh, people, people ask for life-saving prayers out there and don't see exactly what they're thinking they're going to get out of it. But then there's, Times when I sit there and off the cuff ask God for a couple bathroom remodels and back to back days they show up. And I just kind of go, coincidence? Yeah. But over the course of my life, no chance. Right. This is supernatural coincidence. These things don't naturally happen the day after you ask for them. So the only that's, supernatural I know is Jesus. That's a trip, man. I love those stories. You've already brought them before. We're gonna, it'll be interesting where this continues on, right? So, by the way, listener, be, be forewarned. He's got stuff going on, so we'll be mixing uh, um, episodes when we can. It won't it won't be weekly, especially as it goes through the, the core of the season. But ponder it. And I know, Rob, we will at least want to challenge the listener. By the way, that's seeking these highs, these well moments of just, hey, are you asking? Are you even asking? Yeah. Right? Go back, read Matthew seven, and to say. You know, hey, so if, if you know, it was basically, um, or if they give you fish, right, mm-hmm. you give good gifts to the children, how much more will your Heavenly Father give good gifts to those who ask Him? So I can feel the slippery slope of this prosperity gospel. That's not my intent. But when right. I'm saying, God, you're a living, breathing example. You've asked for things specifically, and you've been blown away, right? We do something mm-hmm. as light as, does God have a sense of humor? We've been blown away because we're asking and we're challenging. And on the flip side, I don't get everything I ask for. God's not a genie in a bottle, right? But be prepared to be blown away and get some highs that you that that no drug can deliver and even answer, right? right? Those are those are like I said shortcuts and escapes. We both know them. So, um anyway, I I think that there's there's going to be a a challenge to have fun and laugh. And then there's going to be a challenge to ask and be expectant, right? Or at least saying, okay, you know, I'm, I'm sick of dealing with this or depression, or I would like to see more beauty in life. Like you said, it could be that sunrise in the morning. It could be that sunset at night. There are just those natural highs in life. So my brother, I promise to keep this one short and sweet because I want to respect your time. But mm-hmm. any closing thoughts, comments on that? And other challenges you want to give the listener before we uh, reconvene for uh, Bong Hits 4? Yeah. I mean, if I'm asking for silly things like, well, I shouldn't say silly, but things like a, a little more work or the yeah. right well, kind of work. I would say that's, that's kind of a I'm funny specific it one. Show but... up, and I'm seeing it show up. Yeah. And it brings hope inside of me. And and that's enough, right? Yes. But the harder the harder things to ask for are the things that you almost don't want to happen. Right. Someone makes you mad. Someone yeah. wrongs you. They steal from you. Yes. I literally last week, I somebody broke into my truck oh. in in a in a driveway of a customer's house. They didn't take wow. anything. I chuckled in the driveway of the customer. They, 
they took a bro they took a broken saw I had sitting in my back seat. Whatever. That was you during know, the God day. bless you. Hopefully you can fix it and use it. But hmm. the what really hits me when I hear you say, ask for. And God, you know, God's gonna give good to his children. It can be a prosperity gospel slippery slope. What if we're asking for what he wants us to ask for? Mm-hmm. What if we're asking for our enemies? For those people that we struggle to even think of in a nice manner in our head or we find ourselves judging, like, what happens then? And that is, if I see those woe moments for me in my life and I pray and I realize the power in my prayers, what if I pray over someone else's life like that? So good. So good. It's what we're called to do, right? At least those that call themselves Christian, but how little we do that and asking for that and asking for something good for someone that we disdain, you know, someone we hate. Um, oh, that's good, Rod. That is, a, that is a challenge of challenges. Talk about being blown away on that front. And I did get convicted. I think I shared that with you, right? I was on the bike and I was complaining mm-hmm. in my head about certain politicians and it came pretty clear, man. <laughs> that voice, that inner voice. Um uh, it just was like, you need to pray. You need to pray for these people that, that you're uh, spewing your venom upon. That's not, that's not the Jesus way. That's for sure. And I, I was like, ah, right. That's exactly what you're saying, Rod. That's an excellent challenge. Well, like I said, listener, if you got anything that you want to tackle, that you want to share, again, hit us up at, at FryDudes.com. Contact us page. And Rod, man, I appreciate you. Thank you for covering up time on your busy day. Appreciate you.